0: you know who didn't line up any planes uh for israel who's that you hmm. oh you got your american made hoodie on from american giant because I, I love america yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah selling out you're wearing it because probably they're paying you so you're <laughs> I
1: just really like the hoodie yeah and
0: uh and here's the thing it's been tested in the most frigid environments possible like this one that i'm currently in <laughs> uh, oh really you cause... have a problem mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah, can you just turn down the air conditioning a little bit? Because he's wearing his American Giant hoodie, which you can get at American-Giant.com/slash-Glen. Uh, Glenn. i am oddly comfortable today. I don't feel really? freezing. I haven't had to turn can on you turn my it down. I like it at, 59. at all? fifty-nine. No, fifty-nine. I have a gi- this, 59. this. so you are gonna warm it up. This <laughs> you, know, are you gonna this turn it up? room <laughs> is its own air conditioning unit. Yes. I mean, it's a gigantic one. I can make it forty if you'd like. You could. You yes, could. I could. But, but you're wearing your American. Your American Giant uh, yes. hoodie. Where can you get one of these? I can American-Giant.com/slash-Glen, and I'll say that for free. I don't have to. I don't have to be bribed with a hoodie like you were. <laughs> I'll just do it for free. American-Giant.com/slash-Glen. That's where you get it. Best, best hoodie you'll ever have. cow uh we have we have about mm, 20 minutes of entertainment to jam-pack in the next 60 seconds 60 minutes uh no and i'm not like Willy wonka reverse that i mean that um but most of the entertainment's gonna happen in the next 20 minutes because we have bill o'reilly on he's got some new book he's hawking so we'll talk to him about that but just pretend you're interested uh, and we're going to talk to him about the news of the day. Bill O'Reilly joins us in 60 seconds. Uh, when, when you get to say, you know, I don't think I'm going to do business with you. Uh, and they're a major corporation. It's a good feeling. When you know you can go someplace else and get a better service, you can get a better price. And people that just don't want to stone you to death because you believe in the Constitution. <laughs> I know. Crazy, right? send a message to uh, all of the big telcon companies just hey do you hear me now cancel Get to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. They'll help you switch today. Free activation when you use the offer code Beck today. They'll make it super easy. You can keep your phone or upgrade. You can keep your number or get a new one. 972 Patriot. I can't tell you how many times I've had to get a new number because Stu keeps finding mine somehow or another. 972 Patriot, 972 Patriot or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Mr. Bill O'Reilly.
2: Got the choir there today,
0: huh? Yeah, got the yeah, choir. You? Yeah. Those yeah. Are people
2: union people or whatever? Uh, <laughs> well,
0: absolutely. This is a union job through and through. Good union jobs here. So, uh,
2: <laughs> how you been back? I'm good. How are you? I know. How are you? Yeah, I'm uh, the same, which is tragic for everybody. It is. Um, yeah. Mainly
0: you. Uh, no, mainly you. No improvement here at uh, all. Um, let's just start with just a little bit on the, the news of the week. Sure. Uh, how how is it uh bill that the uh that our cia and men nobody had any information of of this prior to uh and yet the wall street journal according to their sources 24 hours after were like yeah this is this is
2: what happened how, how i mean what happened there um I wish I knew what happened, because CNN is directly contradicting the Wall Street Journal, and that was my message of the day on BillOReilly.com this morning, which I know you and Stu, uh, well, I as think soon as I you get up, you're question. in there. Yeah. But um, you know, I wrote Killing the Killers, which basically praised uh, the U.S. Intel Services and Israel for um, a very good job after 9-11. Right. And they did it, and we chronicled it, and, and, and we wiped out uh, most of the ISIS and al-Qaeda terrorists and, and all of that. So it is shocking, and I use that word shocking literally, that nobody would know that this was in the planning stage. Now, Wall Street Journal came out and said, according to Hamas sources, the Iranians engineered all this beginning in August, and it was a flat-out Declarative sentence. That's right. what they said. No right. nuance. Right. Five days later, CNN comes out on the air and says, "No, nope, Iran didn't have anything to do with it. Iran didn't have anything to do with it," which uh, is pretty hard to believe uh, based upon what we know. There is uh,
0: no way Hamas does anything this size without their sugar daddy saying it's okay.
2: Yeah, and I, and I know you read Killing the Killers, and that's how you got that information because it's well, true. It's it is, true. it is. And, and you, you're looking at a region that is not full of subtleties here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Wow, okay, good. Yeah, That's... I mean, I'm a simple man, you right. know that. yeah, back. sure, yeah, yeah. So uh, the Hamas doesn't make weapons. They don't have any factories that manufacture rockets and uh, rifles and machine guns and hand grenades. They don't have that. And strangely, AK, uh,
0: not AKs, but uh, AR-15s. That's uh, strange.
2: Look, look, so they have to be given them. And, yeah, Russia and China would do it. They're evil enough to do it. But we could track that fairly easily. However, once you get inside Iran, it gets more difficult because it's such a closed society. And and it's uh, a place where intel is very rare to come out of there. Israel has better intel than the USA inside of Iran. And so I'm sitting here. I don't know. How do I know? Right. All I can tell you is what has happened in the past. But, you know, this whole story has been misreported by the world media leading the United States leading charge. This isn't about Palestinians versus Jews. That's not what this is about. What this is about is a movement, an evil movement that wants to destroy the Jewish people. These are Nazis. There's no difference between Hamas and Al-Qaeda and ISIS and the Third Reich.
0: They're right.
2: It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So when you understand that, then you understand why Israel has to provide security for the people that live there. So- and when you provide security, it's hard to do that. You've got to be tough to do it. So let me. I'm going to
0: get into uh, this uh, here in about 20 minutes on, you know, the role of Iran and, and Russia and everything else and what they would like to see happen. How do you think this ends here?
2: It doesn't end.
0: No, I, well, I know that, but years. does it go back and does it go back to the usual kind of they do this, then they do that, or does this grow into a regional or, or God forbid, a global war?
2: Well, look. I, I can't speculate on that. I can tell you with certainty that the Israeli armed forces are now gonna go in and decimate all the infrastructure that Hamas had in Gaza. So it's gone. Now the Hamas leadership they're out of there already. Yeah. Okay, they're in they're in London or wherever they go. They're gone. But the uh Israeli Defense Forces are gonna go in and they're going to dismantle everything and make it almost uninhabitable. Now, what should happen is the United Nations should step up and take women and children in Egypt, because Egypt can't, doesn't have the infrastructure to do it, and set up refugee centers so that people don't starve to death. Yes. No men, just women and children. Now, where's the United Nations? Where's Biden leading that? Is that hard? No. I mean, I took a bus through Gaza. I know what it is. I know. All right? So we don't hear any of that. And I'm I'm just sitting here, and it just drives me blank and nuts about the ignorance on this whole story. Yeah. And that that includes all the major networks. These people don't know what. They don't know the history of it. They don't know why it's there. They don't know who Hamas is. They don't know how Iran operates. They don't know anything.
0: So, Bill, I want to change the subject because I want to make sure we talk about something that that I think is is actually, uh, you know, I know you well enough to know that, you know, you're seeing um, your, your book is about the witch hunts. And you see the relationship between the witch hunts that were happening then and the witch hunts now, for instance, you know, going after anybody who says, hey, I, I think your ideas to, you know, alter the globe's temperature uh, might just destroy everybody. And basically... You're a witch and yeah, they well, hunt you down. Whi- look, go ahead. Kill,
2: killing the witches is a contemporary book. It happened in 1692 in Salem. 20 human beings were executed for nothing because 9-year-old girls accused them of being witches. It's harrowing what actually happened, but this is a book about evil. It's about evil and the witch hunt is back. Because of the cancel culture. What do you think the cancel culture is? It's a witch hunt. Take the human being off the board. Ruin their life. Let me get this real clear to everybody. That's the cancel culture. You're done. Just like in 1692, if some nine-year-old girl said, Goody so and so is a witch and came in the middle of the night and told me to sign the devil's book. You had a rope around your neck. So, me being the benevolent guy I am, this is the 13th killing book. I explain it in vivid detail. Put you on the Mayflower and Beck, you and I, Stu might have been okay. We would not have been on that voyage. That no. was harrowing. Yeah. So Americans goes, oh, pilgrims, Mayflower, past the stuffing. No.
0: No, I, I it was brutal. Yeah, I would have done everything I could to get on Bezos' yacht to get over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's but, right. Uh, anyway, so um, so Bill, first of all, um, everything that is going on now with the witch hunt right is political it's all about political and power but this started with young girls so what was the what was the motive for the beginning of the witch hunt back then
2: power the same thing so the ministers and judges who ran the massachusetts bay colony had power over the people because they were telling they were going to hell and and they were Punishing them for everything. And the people were scared to death because the devil was right around a corner. So they used the theology, the Puritan theology, which is insane, to keep the people subjugated. The exact same thing is happening now, but as you pointed out rightly, it's political. You go up against the cancel culture 100% generated by the progressive left. 100%. You go up against them, they're going to try to destroy you. And Beck and O'Reilly are the poster guys for that. So, Every day of my life, and I'm sure your life, we're attacked by somebody. That's a... Somebody trying to, you know, oh, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're It's a getting
0: boring, quite honestly. It's just getting boring. Come up no, with something. No, I know, but it's... I know, the, I know, I know. I mean, I, I just... I will tell fa- you, I know, the poll it takes on the family and it destroys oh. people, but I have to tell you, the, the, the most interesting threat I've had lately or, you know, you know, people stop me in the streets all the time. You're a horrible racist, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was I was in New York and I was walking across the street and a guy who just with very little energy, I saw it coming. I knew he was going to do something. And and uh, and so I walked by him and we're in the crosswalk and he just passes me and all he said was die. And I thought, you know, he's efficient. He is efficient. (laughs) Uh, That is that's okay. I got it. I got the message. Um, Bill, hang on just a second, because you were talking about the Puritans theology being crazy. Um, It is actually the the reason why the witch trials went on for so long over in Europe and killed 500,000 people. And this only killed 20 um, is because the a, a, a couple of preachers stood up and said, you're misreading the Bible here. This you you have it wrong, and it was stopped almost immediately. Now, not everybody confessed that they you know uh, that they were wrong, but it, it did stop. Is that a now different? Now you're talking take?
2: about Europe or America? America. No, no. That's why you need to read this book back. The only reason it stopped was because the loons in Salem, twenty-five miles north of Boston, accused the wife of the governor, Mary Phipps, of being a witch. The governor, William Phipps, was in Maine fighting the Abenaki Indians. Right. He comes back and, oh, excuse me, Your Excellency, your wife's under arrest for being a witch. That And then he had the militia, uh, Phipps did, and he just put an end to it. There were some clerics who spoke out, but not many. Because if you spoke out against the witch trials, the next day you were accused of being yeah. a witch. And I understand Just like that. if you speak out against the cancel culture today, they're going to come at you with something.
0: So why can't we stop it if we, uh, we- claim that uh, I don't know uh, Joe Biden's wife is a witch?
2: <laughs> I mean, look, I'm, a, I'm not commenting on Jill. Jill is a good. Yeah, you know. no, I mean, you here, here, I mean, you right look
0: now. at this. I mean, when they are called a witch now, if they many times it doesn't matter if they're part yeah, of the true. right philosophy, it doesn't matter.
2: Let me give you a quick story, because this is so horrendous. ESPN Sportscaster, covering Serena Williams' tennis match, says on the air, Serena Williams is using guerrilla tactics. Guerrilla, G-E-U-R, like hit and run, war right. tactics. Right. New right. York right. Times right. Right. Stringer writes, he called Serena Williams a gorilla, G-O-R. Okay, guy's fired by ESPN the next day. He has a heart attack, Beck. His life is ruined. To this day, never an apology. Nothing. Out of work. Won't work again. Come on. So what and was this, what was people the people need to rise up what, against
0: what, this? What was the po- uh, the apology after uh, the Salem witch trials? How what what happened no, after? There was never Just an apology. Nothing. Nothing happened.
2: All of these guys, the judges, made all the money. Because when you were convicted of being a witch, they took all your land and all your assets and they divided it up among the clerics and the the judges in Salem. They all got rich. There was never a prosecution of these people. Now, most of them fell on bad times because of karma, and we detail that, about the girls' lives were terrible. Some of them went insane, the girls who accused the people of being witches. Killing the witches... Um, is a a book about evil and the presence of evil on this planet right now. The last third of the book is now modern times. Did you
0: know? Back you saw the movie The Exorcist, right? Um, part of it. I've never been able to watch all of it. Okay. Just, it just freaks me out.
2: I'm Stu's seen it six times. He um, is the movie. Okay. Nine people died connected to the production of that movie.
0: Nine. Well, you know what? In the next 20 years, almost all of them will die.
2: No, but they died contemporaneously. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. Big word. (laughs) Okay? So, I do believe, because I'm a Roman Catholic, there is an act of evil in the world, going back to Hamas now. Yeah. All right? That there is a force that people have, number one, have to recognize, and number two, fight against. So when you see these loons at Harvard, when you see these commentators, these people all over the world justifying Hamas, they are justifying evil. Evil. Yeah, and Um, that is the theme of "Killing the Witches."
0: "Killing the Witches" is available bookstores wherever you, I'm sure, can find it at BillO'Reilly.com. You'll also find uh, Bill's. Uh, You know, rant of the day or whatever, some <laughs> crazy. Uh, <laughs> and you can get his uh, no spin news at BillO'Reilly.com. Grab Killing the Witches. Bill, as always, great to talk to you. Thank you.
2: Okay, Beck, stay you well and thanks for having me. God
0: bless. Um, all right, let me tell you about Gold Line. Time to wake up and smell the insanity, uh, some of which is coming, some of which is already here. The storm is already on our shores. Now, Do we uh, do we miss it? Uh, How much of it actually comes on shore? I don't know. But a long time ago, when gold was two hundred dollars an ounce, I started telling him people said I was crazy. Now gold is two thousand dollars an ounce and it doesn't seem like it's so crazy. Um, Everybody said none of this stuff could happen. We'd never monetize our own debt. We'd never have a, a. A. a debt of 34 trillion dollars we would we would wake up before that all of these things are happening just with the monetary system and now everything else is unstable as well please find some stability secure your wealth uh at gold line i suggest uh, no, no no i don't suggest anything i'll tell you about 10 percent of what i have i would want in gold or silver and I'd have it if it wasn't for that boating accident, but that's a different story. Goldline right now has a current deal. You purchase a one ounce gold legal tender bar card and receive two 308 caliber two ounce silver bullets for free. As we navigate these turbulent times, tangible assets, gold and silver just maybe the lifeboat you need. Reach out and find out all the information. Ask them for information. Uh, it's 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Mm. So, uh, we have... Um, I have so much to do today. I haven't gotten to any of the important stuff. Uh, Jeff Allen is my podcast tomorrow. Jeff Allen, the comedian. He's a good friend. Uh, and, you know, he's a recovering alcoholic. I didn't really know his story. We sit down for a conversation, and I think it's going to be funny. And um, it was, but it was also, there were times when I, I think I even said to him, I don't know if you should be saying this part out loud, Jeff. Um, Because he is a guy, five-decade career, Uh, he's now a master of clean comedy, no crudeness, no swearing, no political incorrectness, just jokes, okay? Um, And evil is growing, and quite honestly, I think he would describe himself as, you know kind of an evil dude or wrestling with evil back in the day. And he did all kinds of drugs and alcohol and everything else. And the way he treated his wife was, I mean, horrific, horrific. But if this isn't a story of redemption, if this isn't a story, I don't care what you're dealing with, it ain't as bad as what Jeff was. Uh, and he turned it around and he talks about the struggle to get there, fighting the demons inside and sobering up and changing as a man what finally quelled that demon inside it is tomorrow's podcast an addict's redemption story that you need to hear it's episode 198 on the glenbeck podcast available now at blaze tv tomorrow everywhere the glenbeck program Unless you're the type of person who just loves having a whole bunch of complicated extra things to do in your already busy life, buying and selling homes, probably not your strong suits. Now, like, I got, I got to get, you know what I wish I could do? I wish I could. I wish I could put my house up for sale today. Man, I love that. Nobody does. Nobody. Uh, you need expert help. That's why realestateagentsitrust.com is there. This is a service where you just call, tell us where you're moving from and to, whether across the street or across the country. We look for the right real estate agent. We work with, I don't even know, maybe 3,000 of them across the country. And there is a waiting list of 10,000, but we will not continue to take any more. Because we feel we can watch these real estate agents like hawks. We vet them, vet them, vet them. And then we track to make sure they're doing their job with the right business practices and with honor and integrity and and compassion and care. They listen to you. You want to find the right real estate agent to sell your home or get you in your next one? It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: Get subscribed to Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn.
0: I want to welcome back to the program Justin Haskins, who is the co-author with me of The Great Reset and co-author and uh, researcher. He actually heads up a team uh, for Dark Future. Uh, he also heads up a, uh, a team of researchers at the Heartland Institute. It's He's Socialist uh, Research Center Director, Socialism. He is not a socialist. Uh, (laughs) I just want to make that clear. I'm not
3: not a socialist. He's not a socialist.
0: He's been standing against it for quite some time. And uh, welcome back to the program. Yesterday, we talked about how Alexander Dugan, everything that that man has predicted and said and planted the seeds, including what's happening with Azerbaijan and Armenia and uh, Hamas and Iran and Israel today, Ukraine, all of this stuff is uh is coming to fruition and people keep denying that he's you know has anything to do that we should pay attention to but there's something else that uh is happening and he was he was for this and that is um a new currency a new world order um Correct. of an axis I would call it an axis power he
3: calls it an axis he does. He calls it an axis, a new world axis of powers with Russia as one of the central figures.
0: Wow. Um, and they're building this now. I mean, BRICS is really, we think of BRICS as, oh, well, this is the world getting together and we're all going to, and this is bringing up, that's not the way Russia and Dugan have looked at BRICS, right?
3: Right. Br- BRICS is a direct, um, it's, it's the rival that they're building to the G7 you know United States United Kingdom those countries right. the most powerful westernized countries that we think of as being sort of the liberal uh, in the old sense in the John Adams sense democracies mm-hmm. you know and democratic republics the counter to that is BRICS now in, in BRICS started around 20 years ago and it was just four or five countries it was just Brazil Russia India China and I think South Africa joined after that and then that was it. And they started out as a small thing and they've slowly been building new resources and and coming together in a in a more sort of intergovernmental way, a more important way. And then recently, they've put the foot on the gas and they are now turning this into a real a real rival to the West and they've just recently within the past few months approved expanding BRICS Dramatically for the first time ever from five nations to I think they're adding five or six more nations
0: like 11. Yeah,
3: and there's a bunch of other applicants that various brick members want in all the brick nations have to agree to bring Somebody in now
0: the people will tell you in the media that those are only the ones that have a problem with the United States uh, and they're afraid that we would retaliate against them, so they're kind of hiding in, in bricks. But I don't believe that to be the case.
3: No, that's obviously not the case. I mean, South Africa is, is not that. Uh, Argentina is one of the countries that's just now coming in. That's, that's not that. Ethiopia is one of those. Um, I don't think Egypt would, be quali- would qualify as one of those either. Saudi Arabia, they're surely not that yeah. and we used to have a great relationship with Saudi Arabia they were yeah. very important and not anymore that's mm-hmm. all falling apart why uh, I think one of the most important things to keep in mind about Bricks is they are doing they they have had the benefit of seeing our failures and our mistakes meaning the united states and the west over the past half century they're looking at the economic mistakes not other Mm -hmm. things economic mistakes and they're saying how do we do this better and they're doing all those things they're building a new development bank They are bringing in the manufacturing producers of the world, so they're not just consumers of goods, they're producing goods, like China, for example, is the biggest one of that, right? They are building a new currency, and all indications are that new currency, which they're keeping secret, is going to be uh, some kind of gold-backed digital-type currency.
0: Correct. Okay? At least to begin
3: with. To begin with, right. Um, And they are bringing in... People who have access and control over natural resources and willing to use them, to sell them, to produce them.
0: How many of them are the world oil producers?
3: So out of the top 10 uh, biggest producers of oil, we're talking countries, all of them are now in BRICS or are about to go into BRICS. The only two exceptions are the United States and Canada. Every other one, every single other one.
0: So that'll show you how serious the rest of the world is on uh, clean energy and wind power. So let me let me just say this, because there is always kind of a a quiet argument on what made America great. And I think you'd have to define great. De Tocqueville talked about what made America great was our ethics and our, our churches. You could find it in the pulpits. People were good. We were great because we were first good, and we we adhered to the principles of God, which made us uh, self reliant. It made us work hard and try not to take the you know the bread off the sweat of another man's brow. We were honest, law abiding. Generally speaking, that's the way it was. We've had our problems. But that's what made America great—made us charitable and and you know bringing people here and and giving everybody an opportunity. And again, it's been a rough go, but that's it. Now, if you want to just look at the economics of what made America a powerhouse, that's different. And here's and let's just go through these, and I'm going to read them one by one, and you tell me if we have it or if Bricks has it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's see, uh, low regulation. <laughs> absolutely not. You're probably,
3: depending on where you are in BRICS, you, uh, will have that or you won't have that. You probably have to be in bed with government in one fashion or another, but if the government likes you, yeah, absolutely. And certainly on certain things like na- certain natural resources, mining, the really important
0: stuff. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it used to be the case that anybody that had an idea, could come here and start it. And you yeah. didn't. I mean, Bill Gates says he couldn't have started, you know, Microsoft now. Right. The, the system was set up for entrepreneurs and people with ideas and new ways of doing things. Yes. Low government regulation. We are the opposite of that. Yes. Now. Um, we had uh, the world's resources and we were willing to use them. So we have more resources here in America then any other continent, any other place in the world, we've now sealed all those off. Correct. The resources of the rest of the world with bricks. And will they use them? They absolutely will use them. I think that's
3: the primary one of the primary reasons these countries are joining is so that they can use it and trade it.
0: So we had skilled, hardworking, cheap labor. <laughs> we don't have that now. No. And we don't have the work ethic that we used to. Absolutely not. Do the BRICS countries. Obviously.
3: Yes. Some of the biggest manufacturers
0: in the world are in BRICS. We had cheap and plentiful energy. We don't now. No, and we're deliberately trying to make it it worse. Yes. Um, We had gold-backed currency. We don't. (laughs) They will. Correct. Um, The most important thing is we had rule of law. That's why people came here. They came for a couple of reasons. They knew that they could start a business and you didn't have to bribe everybody. They knew that if you had a good idea and it was yours, you might have to fight with it for court. But court would be fair and it wouldn't always go to the big money person. It could go to the little guy if he was telling the truth we don't have that anymore no we don't have a rule of law we're becoming a country at the very top you bribe your way in and you can get absolutely anything you also could keep the spoils of what you made yep you can't here now that's why BRICS is so dangerous to us because we have lost absolutely everything that makes us an industrial giant yes
3: there's no question about it. There's just absolutely no question about it. And BRICS has learned from that and and what happened in the wake of the invasion of Ukraine and the way the West reacted to that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize all, I understand that was a complicated situation. No. But when they started freezing assets for Russia and they yes. started- Kicking you off of Swift. Yeah, when they started kicking people off of Swift, driving these countries into the arms of, this is exactly what Dugan wants. This is the kind of thing that he talks about. Western overreach leading to uh, these other nations that have tolerated being in business with the West for a long time, suddenly realizing, you know what, we, we can't do this anymore because if they can do this to Russia over a what Russia considers a territorial you know, yeah. conflict, then why wouldn't they do it to China? They're human rights violator. Why wouldn't they do it to all these countries in the Middle East by American standards? They're human rights violators, right? So they could do it to any of us. That's what these countries in the East are being told and that's what they're thinking. And it's not... Consistent.
0: Saudi Arabia, Uh, not real good. Not real good for the Jews, the gays, the religious. Be anybody? Really horrible. Yet it's okay. But when we select, when we decide, you are no longer my friend. Those same things that we were cool with, all of a sudden, you're demonized for and kicked out of the club yeah that you can't build you cannot build a civil civilization with partners like that
3: no it's either right or wrong right and they understand that this is just sort of arbitrary when we decide to just destroy people and when we decide to let it go correct and that's why they they realize if they don't build their own superstructure where they can control their own destinies and create this multipolar world Where, you know, China gets to be in charge of its little, uh, its kingdom, and Iran gets to be in charge of its kingdom, and Russia, its kingdom, where they have their own rules. And we all just kind of leave each other alone. Like, we don't, maybe we don't all agree on what we're doing to our people and whatever. Maybe we think some of us are human rights violators. Doesn't matter. We all just agree to disagree, and, and, and let's just do business with each other, and let's just make lots of money and become really powerful and control our parts of the world uh then we don't need to worry about western values western ideas and that and that is so persuasive to all of and you could imagine why right i mean it's so oh, yeah. persuasive to all of these
0: regimes all over I the have world i tell you it'd be persuasive to me in some ways i know i mean because you're like this doesn't work this what we're doing is not going to work and uh, nobody in America is going to we're not going to have food, or energy or anything. We will become a third world country quickly if we don't get off this path. And I can see a lot of people saying, well, I want to do that. And you can't do that.
3: Right. And that's part of the appeal that Alexander Dugan and people like that are trying to make.
0: Uh, you can find out. um About this and so much more in our book, uh, Dark Future, Um, we have a whole chapter on Alexander Dugan and why it is important you understand him. He is directly connected to what's happening in uh, with Iran and I believe uh, Hamas and Hezbollah and the uh, RGC and what's happening with uh, Israel. He is he is the designer of what happened in uh, Ukraine And it's happening everywhere, including in the United States. And as I just said, these things are, you know, they're attractive. Some of these ideas are attractive, but they are not our friends. The only thing we can do is to restore all of the things that we have lost, restore the rule of law, restore the idea of hard work, destroy any corruption and bribery reset these things back to their constitutional settings that will give us new life not a new kind of entire new idea and throw out the american idea that's what dugan wants either that or just to put us out and turn out our lights either way those are bad Restoring the constitutional settings is the only way forward. Justin, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. Justin Haskins, Heartland Institute Socialist, uh, Socialism Research Center Director and co-author of Dark Future, which you can get everywhere. Uh, Good Ranchers is our sponsor this half hour. When you go into the grocery store and buy food for yourself and your family, the first thing you look for in the meat aisle? The price. The price. And then the sell-by date, right? You know, and the closer it gets to the sell-by date, the lower the price. And so, yeah, that's where I'm going. You don't even look for things like, is this really American? Is this is this American meat? And that has to play a role. I know price is you know so important, but it also has to play a role that we are not um, we're not putting our own ranchers and our own farmers out of business. This is where good ranchers comes in. You're going to get a great price. It's all American. We partner or they partner with uh, the best farms, the best ranches, the best uh, chicken ranches, beef ranches, uh, the best uh, fishing uh, groups, all right fresh out of rivers and streams and lakes here in America. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. You'll save $25 off of any box. You can do some serious good for yourself, your family, and others by having American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK for $25 off. It's GoodRanchers.com.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Now, if the House decides to go with uh, Jim Jordan, uh, Gates could be one of the more popular uh, Republicans of all time. Um, Scalise is pulled out mm-hmm. uh, and um, doesn't look like it's going uh, Jordan's way. Um, and there's a, a new group of Republicans, about 20 of them, that are thinking, why don't we just why don't we just look for somebody that we can have that's really bipartisan and can work with the democrats mm-hmm. yeah that's the uh, thing Bipartisan talk
1: talks are growing uh a mm. very serious talks going on right now with moderate republicans and moderate democrats quote mm-hmm. quote mm-hmm. that are saying what if we pick someone like the most liberal republican we can find that will get 20 votes from the republican side and 200 from the democratic side wow and then you can get the speaker across and think of what would happen in that scenario.
0: Obviously, all the investigations are going to stop. Yeah, thank um, goodness. Right away. We get Congress back to work doing mm-hmm. things like common sense gun control.
1: Whoever the speaker is will owe his uh, entire political career to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And the, the other great thing about this is any quote unquote sensible gun reform, for example, that they want to pass through, they'll get the votes. Uh, and they can push that all the way through, likely, mm. uh, through uh, the entire, uh, make, make it an actual law. It's
0: really great. Uh, so, yeah, lots so of good here's things So here's around. a good thing. Um, you might want to spend a couple of minutes today. If you have a squishy Republican in your district, you should call him today and uh, say, don't you dare go that direction because uh, uh, this could get really bad. The Glenn
2: Beck Program.